Informing. Entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. And welcome to the Thursday edition of the Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. And hey, on demand on your favorite podcast platform any darn time you like to. And uh, so it's 509 on Thursday, May 11th. Say hello to Johnny Cadillac, producer extraordinaire. Johnny, we made it through almost a whole week. Yep, yep. Uh, almost Friday. <laughs> and you know what tomorrow is? Tomorrow is Friday. Yes, sir. And and we finally get to do our show on Friday with uh, Chef Kevin Shin. Albeit that we only get a half show, but, yeah. you know, it's better than nothing. Yeah, <laughs> we'll take it. Yep. That's exactly right. Well, I hope you're having a good week, and uh, it's been a busy one around here. And, uh, you know, as a small business owner, I uh, wanted to take uh, time each week, and we're going to do it each Thursday for the Lincoln Business Roundtable, or uh, the, we will uh, call on the Brain Trust, if you will, the business community and leaders to discuss public policy issues, trends, and challenges that are driving the business environment in the capital city. And and on uh, on that note, uh, each uh, each week we'll have someone different from the business community on a rotating schedule. But I'm thrilled to uh, welcome into the studio Todd Ogden, President and CEO of the Downtown Lincoln Association. Todd, welcome to the Dan Parsons Show. Thank you, Dan. I am so happy to be here with the Paul McCartney of Lincoln Media. <laughs> okay, well, go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I told you when you, I think that was a tweet that you yes. did. I said that's one of the nicest uh, compliments anyone's ever given. So. Well, it's our history. I, You know, we've known each other for a long time. Yeah. And when I started downtown, you had Lincoln Secret Supper uh-huh. and Pints and Politics. I was uh-huh. a guest there uh-huh. and now here. So, you know, Paul McCartney had Beatles. He had Wings. He's gone solo. So you're here, you're here solo. And well, you got Johnny C's help yeah, too, yeah. so we're good there. But I, this is just surreal. I'm so glad you're on here, and super happy to be here talking to you. Well, you're too kind. That's but I love that. Yeah, I'll t- I'll take the Paul McCartney comparison. Uh, and I didn't know. Just heard on the news that his guitar player is going to be in town. Yes, exactly. That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, they're hot. Well, Todd. Uh, First of all, thank you. Thank you for the compliments, and thanks for being willing to come on the uh, Business Roundtable, the Lincoln Business Roundtable. And so just for our listeners, talk a little bit about uh, how you made it uh, into DLA and what some of your duties are, and, and maybe just a, a quick overview of what uh, Downtown Lincoln Association does in our city. Yeah, so I, I started um, at DLA when I was still in college. So thanks to Clint Runge, a shout out to him who owns Arch yeah. Rival. He was such a jerk in his class that he said, if you don't want to be a part of this, I think you should get out at break. And if you're not ready to work, and go to another class. So I actually left his class. Because he was teaching. Yes, yeah. he was teaching. So he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's older than me, of course. But then uh, I remind him all the time that he's the reason I'm at DLA. So I left that class and I got into another class that, um, had this client named the Downtown Lincoln Association, and uh, I had to work on a campaign, which was an education campaign to the community on the difference between crisis and chronic homelessness. So nice. I literally got my start at DLA panhandling um, with uh, a homeless population or anybody experiencing homelessness or even people that weren't, and educating myself on what the issues were and uh, just got my start talking to the Homeless Coalition, figuring out how to get a campaign, 
and fell in love with downtown. And 17 year later, years later, I'm still here. They have not got that's, rid of me downtown yet. That's such a great. I, f- I forgot you told me that story before because you were in political science. Yes, and then you jumped over to uh, the J School in advertising. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I was going to go into campaign, uh, campaign law and campaign advertising. Uh-huh. I think uh-huh. I made the right choice. I think you did, and that and that's right. That's another similarity. I started in poli sci at UNL and and switched over to uh, news ed uh, in the J school. So yeah, similar yeah. paths. And I love it. I forgot that you did that uh, that paper uh, that study on homelessness, mm-hmm. and that that is a topic in the in the weeks and months ahead, Todd. Oh, I, yeah. I want to touch on it. It's it's a it's an important issue to me. Uh, homelessness in our city and and what we can continue to do as business owners uh, to uh, to be aware and alleviate uh, some of the plight of folks who uh, are a little less fortunate than than most of us and so well that's a great path I I love that and and for listeners uh, I've probably mentioned this but I am a downtown resident and a downtown business owner and so downtown's important to me we're not going to forget about the rest of the city here on the Dan Parsons show but we are uh, it's near and dear to my heart and uh, and I have been I've been a resident on and off uh, for many years in downtown Lincoln and and my business uh, either I've worked for or uh, worked at the Capitol for many years of course and uh, and and Parsons public relations now for 20 years and uh, a lot of those 20 years have been located downtown. So anyway, I'm passionate about downtown and what you guys do. Um, so there certainly are a lot of things we can talk about th- the, this evening. And uh, later on uh, in the show, we're going to welcome uh, 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 Scott Hatfield, uh, owner of Duffy's Tavern. And we're going to talk about all things music and some exciting things on the horizon. But uh, so, yeah, there's a lot going on downtown and with construction, uh, certainly the high rise buildings that everybody's talking about. uh, The face of downtown is going to continue to change drastically in the next, you know, four or five years. Yeah, I mean, it's so wild. We've over the last decade or so, we've had about one point eight billion dollars in investment in downtown, yeah. and again, yeah, we've talked about a lot that uh, we're seeing a residential boom, going from three thousand residents to ten thousand residents. So it, it's changing. We've become an eight to five uh, downtown to a twenty four seven urban neighborhood. So we're trying to keep up with the changes and figure out, especially with the growing downtown, how to highlight each of our unique districts and neighborhoods within downtown because they all offer so many different things. And I think that's what people like experiencing is we want every area in downtown to be a destination and have a little bit of something for everybody. And yeah, there's just so many differences, whether you have Haymarket, Telegraph, the core of downtown, south of downtown, University. Uh, It's just, it's so much fun to work with these different groups and have different experiences every day. And you you mentioned it uh, as we were starting here this afternoon, uh, you know, maybe maybe almost think about it as... uh, like in big cities like New York, are different boroughs. Yeah, these are our many boroughs. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we, we, we want them to embrace their own identity um, as a part of downtown. When I started at downtown, it was kind of just downtown or the Haymarket. And our organization um, was run by a business improvement district. So the property owners came together in 1967. Uh, at the time, they're called the O Street Gang, as many know. And that was a nickname. That was their nickname, the O Street Gang. And they wanted to 
join together to create a common voice for downtown because uh, people are sprawling out to the suburbs and Gateway Mall was created and we lost a million square feet of yes. retail downtown. Yeah. For those those of us old enough to remember J.C. Penney's and uh, other department stores in downtown Lincoln. Yes, I read about it every day on Facebook, all how downtown used to be. Um, and it was great, <laughs> but it, it, downtowns are great because they adapt and we will continue to adapt to um, you know the how the world is today and how development is today and uh, again, embrace the businesses and the people that we have downtown. And you have become a student of downtowns uh, across the country. And I, 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 and forgive me, I don't have it in front of me, but you serve on a, on a board or a, a commission of a, of a uh, downtown yes. association. So Tell I me. applied for the, 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 our group, we have a group called the International Downtown Association, which is um, districts like ours all around the world. And uh, two years ago, I applied to be, um, they select 30 young downtown professionals. Um, and young is a variable term uh, in that sense. But I was selected to be one of the 30 members to be on the Emerging cool. Leaders Fellowship Program. And we all met to talk about our downtowns. And I mean, just in short, meeting with downtowns from all around the country and Canada and a couple other places, it was really cool to see how jealous they were of how Lincoln is right now and especially how we've responded and uh with a pandemic going on yeah. and responded to um even you know back in 2008 how uh yeah. Lincoln responded post recession and it, it's just a really smart planning you know sometimes it feels slow but at the same time when you move at a slow and steady pace um, you're going to figure out how to do things the right way. And, you know, again, our goal is to continue to find what sparks people and what gets them motivated to want to be a part of it, because that's our goal. We want to be a destination for people to want to come to. Exactly. Joined by Todd Ogden, uh, president and CEO of the Downtown Lincoln Association on the Dan Parsons Show. Um, yeah, that just doesn't happen, uh, that recovery from not only the recession in 08, uh, but then a worldwide pandemic. And, you know, even with our anchors of the university and, and, and the state capital, uh, the state, you know, the state being, you know, a very big employer in, in the city and, and obviously the university, it, it doesn't happen automatically that we're going to be continue to be successful. Uh, mm -hmm. just because we have those anchors here in the city. I mean, we still have to do what we can to make uh, downtown a vibrant uh, workplace. And uh, so, yeah, it just doesn't happen automatically. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, we're nothing without, especially our small and unique local businesses, because that's what makes a downtown and that's what makes a city. And that's something we always want to do to figure out how do we continue to support the idea of creating something and especially using downtown as an atmosphere to be able to do that and so many great things have been created downtown and so many you know things whether it's retail restaurant arts entertainment uh businesses like we want this to be an innovative creative place where you can collide into anybody that you can think of and bounce your ideas off of and have it serve as an incubator so you can be more prosperous into the future. So talk a little bit, uh, Todd, about uh, the recovery through the pandemic and, and uh, the workers uh, being gone from downtown and some of our major businesses. Uh, talk us through how that's progressed and where we're at today here in 2023. Yeah, it, 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 it was obviously very, very tough for the businesses. Um, uh, it, it was just so amazing to see how resilient and creative they were. Um, and then coming off of it, we have so many businesses that kind of 
figuring out a way to adapt as again, downtown's used to that. And especially the businesses there to adapt to an environment where now we're seeing we, we, we have a hybrid workforce environment and our international downtown association did a study that we took part of as well, where, you know, this is probably here to stay to some level. And, you know, we'd love to force employers to work downtown, but we more so would love people to want to work downtown and want to be a part of downtown. So that's what the focus is. And we're spread out so much now by time. People aren't just here at noon, at 8, and at right. 5. Right. It's spread out throughout the day. So I think the biggest issue isn't people coming. People are still coming downtown, and we have a great kind of mix on how it's spread out, especially now that the people that want to be here are here and partaking in the businesses. But we, you know, we, we have to figure out how to support it from a staffing standpoint, too, because I think that's the hardest thing. And we need to make sure we can continue to recruit talent and people that want to work and be be a part of something. Um, again, whether um, they're in the office or whether they're around downtown at third places, that, that's that's what we want to do. We want to give them a reason to want to be downtown. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some of the some of the businesses that uh, continue to navigate that like you said it's it's uh it's retail it's uh of course restaurants and bars and uh and yeah so it, it seems like people are back it seems like there's more and more activity uh all the time yeah it's it's uh, i don't want to say it's ever back because we're always going to look to keep growing that we want events every single day downtown we want uh people to know it's a destination to shop downtown every day uh to dine downtown to you know go to a co-working space downtown um and that's what we're always going to strive for to figure out how to continue to add to the vibrancy well again just personally talking my own personal experience a, a game changer that a lot of people were looking forward to is uh, was uh the creation of a grocery store yes <laughs> in the haymarket and uh, i i Again, that that grocery store is a block from my office, uh, three blocks from uh, my apartment, and uh, I'm there almost every day. Canopy Street Market was a game changer for us, and I, you know, I can't say enough of what that means for downtown. That always came up um, when we talked about having residents and needing that, and I'm just so glad they've come in and done things really well and they the do. prices are super competitive you yep. don't see that in most downtowns mm-hmm. where you have you know basically regular pricing at a downtown urban grocery store and a, an amazing meat market and yes. their, their daily lunches as you can see like yes. everything i absolutely love the employees there the owners oh, there yeah, uh, just, you know jill's amazing yes. and Gosh, I, I, yeah, I can't say enough about it. And just uh, hopefully people continue to support um, that grocery store so they continue to do well and support, you know, again, the 10,000 residents we expect to see downtown. And, and that number is growing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I tell you what, uh, if you uh, uh, if you go to Canopy Street uh, Market on Tuesdays for lunch, uh, you'll stand in line for Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday, yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. They, uh, it, it is. It's a neighborhood uh, grocery store, and they do. They know your name if you're regular, and yeah, it's uh, it's really good. And yeah. and all of the uh, uh, housing that's popping up, uh, not only student housing but others, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's vibrant uh, and changing constantly. Well. Um, after the break, uh, we're going to come back, and uh, Scott Hatfield, owner of uh, Duffy's Tavern, is going to join us. And uh, Todd will be back, Todd Ogden, with the uh, Downtown Lincoln Association. So let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back on 1499.3 KF. 
L-I-N. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Welcome back to The Dan Parsons Show. Joining us on... Uh, the Lincoln Business Roundtable. Every Thursday, we're going to bring uh, the thought leaders and leaders and uh, the people who make uh, business happen in this city. And joining us on a rotating uh, basis, uh, Todd Ogden, President and CEO of Downtown Lincoln Association. So, Todd, let's set up this uh, after we take a break at the bottom of the hour, uh, what we're going to talk about with uh, Scott Hatfield, uh, one of the great uh, business owners, a longtime uh, fixture in downtown Lincoln with uh, uh, with the bar and uh, so so set us up about about that conversation we're going to have with Scott about uh, uh, music in downtown yeah you know we previously talked about you know we want to find ways to give people a reason to want to be downtown and our our 2018 downtown master plan one of the things that came to the forefront was this idea of a music district and celebrating our local music scene so this isn't something we necessarily need to create we need to cultivate what's already here and it's something that we've always appreciated you know the the o street uh, bar scene and O Street has a reputation, but one thing we definitely think it should have a reputation for is the live music scene. Absolutely, and we want to embrace that, and you know Duffy's is a great example of that. And that's kind of a lot of it where it started when Scott would have conversations with us, like let's figure out ways so everybody knows this is a destination, and let's let's build on this and make sure everybody knows, and let's let's incubate more musicians to be a part of this area. Oh, I can't wait to have that conversation because yeah, as you know, I'm a huge uh, live music fan, and uh, you. You find me uh, often uh, downtown. Oh yeah, uh, finding some great music to listen to, and um, yeah, that's such an important part of our city, and such an opportunity for us to continue to grow. And uh, and uh, you know, we can be the next uh, Austin, right? Uh, oh, we'll be better. There you go. We'll do that. Well, listen, let's uh, take a quick break here uh, with some news at the bottom of the hour. And we'll be back on the Dan Parsons Show, 1499.3 KLIN. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Educating. Informing. Entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Welcome back to the Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. And hey, if you don't catch us live, you really should, because you never know when I might, uh, you know, say something that uh, is pretty explosive and uh, get us all in trouble. So tune in live. But for some reason that you can't catch us live, uh, you can always hear us on demand on your favorite podcast platform. So 535, Johnny's chuckling You about broke that. me. You broke me, Dan. <laughs> uh, yeah, 
Johnny's got his finger on the on the kill button just in case. Because you know, I do have that podcast uh, uh, experience, and, and we can do whatever the heck we want on podcasts. Yep. So uh, anyway, no, that's not my that's not my brand. But so every uh, Thursday we will bring the Lincoln Business Roundtable to the microphone and the the brain trust of business and community leaders in the capital city. And joining us. In studio is Todd Ogden, President and CEO of the Downtown Lincoln Association. Todd, again, thanks for being willing to uh, take on this task every uh, few weeks and uh, to hear about what's going on downtown and, and all the great work that DLA is doing. I love it so far. Hopefully I keep having ideas for you each month. <laughs> oh, I know you will. And hey, joining us uh, by phone on the Rickstein Recognition Hotline is Scott Hatfield. Scott is the owner of Duffy's Tavern. A long time, man, Duffy, what a landmark institution in downtown Lincoln, located in the heart of downtown at 1412 O Street. Scott, thanks for joining us on the Dan Parsons Show. Well, thanks, Dan. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Uh, thank you, and thank for, thanks for the nice introduction. I don't know uh, if I... Uh, hold up to all that but uh, I'm, I'm really happy i'm really happy to be here well you are i mean duffy's is uh, is a landmark in downtown lincoln and gosh uh so we're we're thrilled that you could join us and and so uh todd kind of let this uh kind of put us in a position to talk with you today about music and if you heard while you're on hold uh, the passion that i have for music and live music downtown and um, it, it's it's one of the things that makes Lincoln great, and it's only going to get better. So, Todd, I'll just kind of uh, be quiet and let you chat uh, about what the future is for a possible, well, not possible, it's going to happen, a music district uh, in downtown Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, thanks. And, Scott, you know I didn't write that intro, so that, that's got to <laughs> no, be I, more I could tell. I could tell it was neither uh, neither. About you or me, I think. When I, when I heard it. But I'm, but I'm glad you're here doing good work. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, and like Dan said, we, I, I don't think we need to talk about a future music district. We have a music district with everything that we have to offer right now. We're just trying to um, enhance that to make sure the public knows there's a destination. So you know, if they're going yeah. to Zoo one day, they know they're going to go to Duffy's the next day, or you know, Bourbon or Rococo, or you know, all all of our awesome places, 1867, and um, yeah, we just. Want expand on that and i'm really glad you're here because i i kind of want you to talk about i know i just love kind of the thought process you've always had of what music means to your bar and how that kind of started and uh, you know maybe talk about a couple of uh, awesome acts that you've had sure sure so you know duffy's is a great spot we're uh <clears throat> we're on the northeast side of 14th and O, right downtown i think there's been a bar in our location since about 1936 <laughs> wow. we're open open 365 days a year until 2 a.m. We've got a cool beer garden out back with a fire pit. And we have the good fortune of being a, having a, you know, a really great crowd. I mean, you're only as good a place as your crowd is. And our crowd is kind of reflective of just about every type of person in Nebraska. You know, a lot of bars have a type. Um, we, we really don't. Every type of person that comes to Duffy's, you know, from 21-year-olds to 80-year-olds, there's music folks, there's, there's college kids, there's university people, there's downtown professionals, you know, from hip-hop to hipsters and everything in between so you know everyone's welcome there and that's served us well by not sort of having just a, a niche uh we have live comedy every monday night we've done that for over 20 years if you're you know mondays are kind of depressing so if you need to get away comedy show yeah and then we do live music on wednesdays and sundays and and, and uh, occasionally on thursdays and weekend nights as well and we've been doing live music since 
1987. I can't take credit mm. for that. I was in high school in 1987. Um, it was 20 years before I bought it. And at the time, Duffy's was owned by a guy named Reg McMean. And mm. uh, Reg is really the guy that deserves all the credit for making yep. Duffy's kind of what it is today. And I bought Duffy's in 2007 from Reg. He's a great guy. He still lives here in Lincoln. I, I worked for him. He's probably the best boss I've ever had, without question. Um, I worked for him in the 90s when I was in college. And I went away for 15 years and came back and ended up buying from it. The, the place from it. Red started doing music in 1987, and really it was out of like economic necessity. There was a restaurant that occupied that back room at Duffy's, and they went out of business. And they were paying rent to Duffy's uh, in 1986. And so they found out that they were leaving, and they thought, you know, what are we going to do? So they cleared the space out and started having shows. You know, there was kind of a void in the alternative and college music scene when the drumstick was on its way out. I don't know yeah, if you guys remember yeah. the drumstick. Oh, but yeah, I'm old enough. Yeah, was, you bet. Yeah, so the drumstick had great acts, like, you know, the replacements and REM and yep. things like that. And, uh, you know, Reg figured out a way. It's not a very big space, but by by finding acts on their way up on Wednesdays and Sundays, you know, they, they were able to get bigger acts than they might get on the weekends. And, you know, uh, over the years, you know, from everybody talks about Nirvana or 311 or uh, I'm sure your viewers, a lot of them probably are big fans of Helmet, who's also played at Duffy's. Um, nice. Kidding, but Connor Oberst was there. Yeah. You know, and then, of course, all kinds of things. But <clears throat> So that's kind of how things started. But the reality of it is this music district thing came about, started to really come about under the Beitler administration. And and the, the the question is sort of why. You know, why, why does a city need to pay attention to a, 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 an area that's fostering live music and cities now <clears throat> because of the data that they've you know discovered over the last 15 years they're now really working hard to create and enhance music ecosystems because they understand that there are huge economic impacts that come from a successful music scene um a vibrant music economy fuels job creation it fuels economic growth it fuels tourism. I mean, you think about all the people that come to the shows at the Bourbon Theater when they're sold out and they have a thousand people there. A ton of those people are yes. staying in hotels. Yes. It strengthens the city's brand. Uh, and it's, you know, a strong music economy is, you know, we talk all the time about how do we keep young people in yes. Nebraska? How are we going to keep young people here? Well, there's data that shows that a strong music economy attracts highly skilled young workers from yep. all kinds of industries. And, you know, people who value vibrancy and quality of life, it, it brings them in. And that's right in Nebraska's wheelhouse. I mean, I'm just a bar owner and a music venue owner and, and a real estate owner, and we're just trying to do cool stuff. But the reality is that Nebraska had, I think, a little over 1,000 people out migrating in 2011. In 2020, that number was 5,000. Yeah. Five times. Yeah. Yeah. They're... And the only places that grew, really, were Lancaster and Douglas and Sarpy County. Yep. So this is, you know, I think cities have realized, <clears throat> administrations have realized that there's real value in a creative district, especially a music district. Well, so that is how that came about. That's that's a great history, Scott. Joining us, Scott Hatfield, uh, owner of Duffy's, and Todd Ogden, uh, uh, president and CEO of the Downtown Lincoln Association. Scott, that that really resonates with me. I I office, as you may have heard, I both live and work in Downtown Lincoln, and and I office up at Fuse Coworking, and so I get to. It keeps me young because there's, you know, it's the ecosystem of the startup community, and and I do. I hear constantly from startups and other uh, professionals uh, in that ecosystem that yeah, if we're going to continue to keep and attract uh, professionals, uh, young, old, or whatever category, 
uh, a vibrant music scene is what people want. Because let's face it, if we're going to be attracting those professionals and keeping our young people, uh, attracting those people who are used to a, a, a live music scene, whether it's Denver or Kansas City or Minneapolis or, or other cities in the Midwest, that is what they're looking for. They're looking for something that's familiar to them from those bigger communities. And, and so, yes, you're absolutely spot on. Go ahead, ahead, Scott. Oh, go ahead. Well, you know, I was just going to say, I just think that, you know, in a way, the venues around 14th and out, what what Lincoln is sort of calling or going to call the music district, it's the Zoo Bar, it's Duffy's, it's the Bourbon Theater, it's Bodega's, there's 1867, the Rococo Theater. There are all these venues that have, you know, really cool stuff happening literally every night of the week. There's something going on down there. And those venues have been doing sort of this economic development work organically um, for decades. But over the past, you know, 10 years, I think people have seen uh, the real value of it. You look at cities like Austin, you look at cities like cities like Denver, even Omaha. Omaha has an incredible, uh, you know, not just a music uh, ecosystem, but a music economy. And that's, you know, when things really get to the right level, you have a music economy where you've got, you know, every level of the economy participating in some of this music stuff. And with the university being here in town, uh, there is a real opportunity, I think, for Lincoln to sort of take that next step into becoming what what is really a music economy. Yeah, absolutely. So, Todd, talk a little bit about this process of this music district, enhancing it. Uh, there's some funds that became available through the city, if I'm uh, remembering that correctly. Yeah, well, through our organization, we um, thanks to the State Department of Economic Development okay. and their team, we were awarded $1.25 million, uh grant for the district, which can go into kind of public amenities for that, and we want to figure out how to strategically um, make sure that benefits the district. I know Scott uh, and I talk a lot about this and um, and you know Austin gets brought up but at the end of the day I don't want our organization or the city to build this the wrong way we have to make sure it's growing in an organic way that doesn't disturb and displace the businesses that are there the whole reason we do this is because of the businesses and we have to figure out all we really need to do is figure out, okay, what are the things we can do to help make this a destination? And that starts at the parking garage. Let's let's revamp the top floor of the garage. Let's get music and art up there. Let's, I like that Let's get them idea. down the elevator where you see posters all along the way, lighting underneath the garage, and you're out. You have musical instruments there. You have uh, digital kiosks. You have posting kiosks that tell you all the acts going on in this area and around the area. And, you know, hopefully portable stages, outdoor seating, um, music inside, music outside. We want a public uh, music going on every day, even just having stereo set up uh, along the district where we're going to have a curated local indie music uh, playlist where in the music district, you should have music. So we're going to play music there even when there's not something going down. But the goal is to help people like Scott and his business make sure that they continue to have a sustainable music model to support this because this district's only as good as the venues that are going to be there and we have to figure out ways to support that. So Scott, what are some of those challenges? You're a business owner. You've, uh, you, you've seen, you've seen uh, the good times and the bad times. And what are some of the challenges that, uh, from your perspective to continue to grow this music uh, industry in the city, the live music industry in the city? You know, the challenges are the same challenges that have always been there. And, and, you know, obviously, uh, you know, 
bars are difficult businesses to run. They are, you have to pay close attention to them. So that's, you know, one of the challenges is trying to help venue owners and bar owners sort of understand what it takes to, to navigate those waters. Another challenge has always been dealing with the city. And the city has done, since Chris Beitler, has a really cool thing where they have a special events committee. It used to be when we wanted to have an event outside, we would meet with this person and then that person. And you got 40 meetings at different yeah. times. It took months. They put everybody in the same room now and you can get this, you can facilitate things like that. They, they have put uh, an emphasis on, you know, trying to help us have cool events as opposed to, you know, um, stymieing us. Which, Making it difficult. You know, when I bought yeah. copies, it, it was a little bit more difficult at the time to get things done. So the city's a big help. Another thing that's, you know, that I would say is there are a lot of efficiencies. I mean, we spend a ton of money on things that maybe don't really drive the economy the way that you would think they would. Um, you know, an example might be, uh, you take a look at, for example, when you're talking about Bank for the Buck, the Lancaster Event Center. I mean, the Lancaster Event Center got $7 million in hotel fees. Um, I don't think the hotel fees have ever done a thing for downtown Lincoln yet. It's Husker football games and concerts and things like that, that, you know, uh, people stay in a hotel. There's a little bit of a fee that goes on that and it goes into a tourism fund. And that thing gets depleted continually by the Lancaster event center. I think they got $7 million from that. That was in, that was just last year. They got $5 million from a state program called the County Agriculture Society program that had one applicant. So, so we're up against things like that. And I know that that, you know, those are the struggles. Where do we want to invest our resources? Do we want to, I mean, I learned how to square dance when I was in grade school and I'm appreciative of that, but (laughs) that's not going to drive our economy and let's be real. And so, you know, we're dumping a ton of money into things that are maybe not giving us the bang for the buck that we would hope they do. I don't think the Lancaster Event Center has ever turned a profit. And, you know, they're, they're pulling money out of a hotel thing that's really generated by private businesses. So we hope that, the, that you know, people will understand that, you know, what's happening at 14th and O downtown is really, really special and really neat. And it gives people an opportunity to get out and see something different and keep our downtown you know, vibrant Well, I appreciate that, Scott. Scott Hatfield joining us uh, on the Rick Steen uh, Recognition Hotline. Uh, Scott, of course, is the owner of Duffy's Tavern at 14th and O Street. And and here in studio, uh, Todd Ogden, CEO and president of Downtown Lincoln Association. Well, that's just it, Scott. I, I, I want to be able to continue to give a voice uh, for the downtown uh, community and uh, and 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 yeah, there are limited dollars, obviously, and we need to be judicious and and have those conversations of how those dollars are spent and and uh, around the city and uh, so Todd, uh, talk a little bit about what the process is in moving this uh, enhanced uh, music district forward in the in the months ahead. Yeah, and a lot of it just started with with Scott and Jared Rector and uh, Tom Klein in in, yeah. in our organization just talking about you know if if funds come in, what are some of the priorities? Uh, we've had a lot of people after our master plan by far. Everybody is interested in the music district concept, but you don't know exactly what they want out of it. Um, they know they like it. So right now it's about making sure we have a prioritization of what our best bang for our buck is. And I, you know, Scott, we talk about that all the time. We have to figure out what's going to be our best bang for our buck to make this again. My goal is let's make the core of downtown a destination in itself. So you know, you can park and when you do, something's going on or you can bike in or walk in, get, get, 
to the area however you can, and you're going to have something to do and walk around. And we we, we have that. Um, the, the Haymarket, for example, has has that as a district, and this district has just as many amenities and unique amenities, and Absolutely. it's a different crowd. What I love too is, yes. you know, there's it's some crossover yeah. in downtown our, of our many boroughs yes. here, but we need to make sure to highlight these areas. And I want to build the area for you know the Duffy's type customers and the people that want to be in the area. We have to make sure to do that. I don't want to build the area for people that don't want to be there. We have to build this for people that do want to be here. And and, and one of the great things that that Todd has been working on, and I think it's really neat that deserves mention, is they're trying to find practice space for artists downtown. Oh. You know, one of the hard things for a, you know, if you're in a band, you, yep. you can't really practice in your house. You're going to keep everybody up. You, there, <laughs> it's difficult to find places to practice. That's a great that point. Is, and that's something that Todd and a number of people in the music community here have been working on to try to figure out, you know, can we find a place downtown where kids can go practice and they can make noise and it's not going to cause a problem. And those types of things are things that you don't really see, but they really do make a big difference down the road. Yeah, I think that's fascinating. Yeah, I'm a musician. I haven't played for a few years, but I get that. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to generate uh, and foster that environment uh, and especially foster uh, new talent, um, that's a really important part of, of the process. Yeah, we've been super pleased. This the, the city's been working with us really well and appreciate the mayor's office and parking for uh, potentially finding some space for us to utilize these incubator spaces to create it. So we're working on the details now, but I'm hoping very soon we can make announcements of places that are going to be um, really, really affordable or usable for anybody looking to start a band or um, want to be a part of it. Because my hope is if we can incubate those bands, let's upgrade. Let's go to Duffy's. Let's go to yeah. Bourbon. Let's go to all these places. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully maybe they'll end up at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Like, let's grow within each district downtown that has different offerings and different crowds. And let's start from the ground up. Well, being a marketer, being a PR guy, I mean, that that's what really fascinates me is the opportunity, as you've, as you've alluded to Todd is being able to brand some of the areas of our downtown so that they so we can remind uh, people visitors and, and even people uh, here in our own city of what the opportunities are and what kind of experience you'll have and the different experience you're you're so right that there are different experiences and there's different people who uh, who travel to this area and this area and this area I like to think I do all of those, because I love all of that. I have such a varied taste of, of live music. But, um, yeah, I, I, just from a marketing standpoint, being able to educate and inform people and let them know about the wonderful. Because you're right, I think you said it, Scott or, or Todd, maybe you both did. There's live music almost every night of the week uh, in downtown Lincoln, and such a varied uh, array of, of, of a variety of genres. And it's... Uh, uh, you're, you're missing out if you're not uh, uh, jumping in an Uber and coming downtown and enjoying a, a nice uh, craft beer or a cocktail and, and hearing some great live music. Yeah, it's it's amazing, and we just have so much positive momentum, and our music festivals too. And a shout out to uh, Troy at Lincoln Arts Council; they're getting yes. more involved with that scene, and I think he'll be a good future guest to talk about okay. what their involvement's going to be. And uh, yeah, it's just we're getting a lot of support, and that's also the hardest thing too. Is like we're we're getting a lot of feedback, but how do we filter that out to make sure we're doing the right thing, and we're going to do the best we can to do so. Scott, thanks again. Uh, before we let you well, go, thank you, you want to give a plug on what's going on at Duffy's this weekend? Oh, well, we've got a great weekend. Check out our calendar at, you know, uh, Duffy'sLincoln.com. Our, our stuff is always, we've got a DJ tonight. We've got stuff this, this weekend. We've got all kinds of fun things. So 
um, check that out. But I, I also want to say that, you know, I really appreciate you bringing attention to this. The band is the ones really doing the hard work, and we're just trying to give them a canvas or a space to perform. And without without shows like this and people like you, you bringing bet. attention to it, you know, people don't know about us. So thank you. All right. Well, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back after this. A 99.3 and 1400 KLIN. Listening to the Dan Parsons Show on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the last uh, few uh, moments of the Dan Parsons Show on Thursday uh, uh, with the uh, Lincoln Business Roundtable. And thanks to Scott Hatfield, owner of Duffy's Tavern. Uh, go check out Duffy's in the in the Fish Bowl if you've got a chance. If you haven't done that for a while, and thanks again for Todd Ogden, President and CEO of the Downtown Lincoln Association. Todd, thanks for. Uh, pulling up a chair and joining us on the Dan Parsons show. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is so much fun and can't wait to do this, uh, whatever, once a month here. And uh, I've got so many ideas ruminating and yeah. just, yeah, very excited. Let's see, you're in the rotation. This is the third or the second uh, Thir- Thursday? What, 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 what are we? What second are we? Thursday of our Second show. Thursdays with Todd. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> it's got a nice ring to it. Can we get t shirts? And, and we'll I, post a photo because I did wear my DLA t shirt. Absolutely love your iHeart Downtown Lincoln t shirt. I don't go anywhere. I'm, <laughs> Actually, not wearing one now, but it's it's underneath here. So yeah. yeah, I get made fun of for having a downtown shirt for every day of the year, and I'm gonna wear it. Darn wear right. it proud. Well, thanks again, my friend. Uh, well, let me give you a preview of what's coming up on tomorrow. As uh, Johnny and I have been anticipating now for uh, for some time, even since uh, before I even came on the show. But uh, we do have a short show tomorrow because the Huskers are uh, taking on Penn State in the last uh, home stand of the regular season. But uh, we will do uh, the first edition of the. Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin, and we will uh, we'll mix ourselves a drink and let you uh, let Kevin talk you talk to you about uh, what's on his mind and about uh, some food and drink and music, and so tune in tomorrow for that. Uh, but Johnny, thanks for keeping us uh, on the straight and narrow, and uh, uh, that's a wrap for today. And uh, so go do good things. Thanks for listening to. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN.